Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, welcome back, Vampire Diaries fans, to Season 6, Episode 8, Fade Into You. I am your host, Roxy Stryer, alongside beautiful, wonderful, talented Katie Campbell. Hello. And our other co-hosts are not here tonight. Not here. I'm feeling a little hated on. I know. I feel a little sad. But the good news is, we're still here, and we're repping Delena and Delena. Get a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) put the dukes up. We'll see how we go tonight. Because we did get a Delena and Selena moment tonight. We did. I like that song. I like that we've been opening with the songs, um, that the episode titles that came out in 1994. So that almost fade into you. Just like the name of tonight's episode. All right. So let's talk about it. Overall, what are you thinking? Um, I'm reading on Twitter and uh, all over in the blogs. People thought that this episode was very informative. Did you like mm-hmm. it? And did you feel like we got a lot if not enough information. I liked it. I think we got a lot. We knew some of it. They were, you know, throwing little things here and there, but we learned more of the story and the characters also got on the same page as us. Yeah. Okay. So what characters did you feel like were out of the loop that are now in the loop? Everybody learned that Bonnie's still alive. Except we didn't see Jam learn about it yet. Yeah, that's true. I think that's next because we didn't see him at all, no. uh, again, or Maddie Blue Eyes. We didn't. They were cleaning up the mess with Trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Elena learned more. Caroline learned more. They learned about the twins and about the coven. We learned about the coven. Which was really cool to hear about. Yeah. Because we had Friendsgiving this week. I mm-hmm. love Friendsgiving. Yeah. Um, it, it just, as a concept, I think it's great. And I love that some people were invited and others not so much. And by others, I just mean other one. And that's your boy. I know. She was being a little harsh. You think so? You think I that, do. Oh, wow. I thought it was so justifiable that she didn't ask him to come. No. You well, can't leave him and exclude him. He's a big part of their lives. And he'd be by himself. Remember when she called him every day and left him a million messages and he didn't listen to a single one or call her back or return the calls in any way with anything or at all, and then when she finally spoke to him, he was really mean to her. Andy lived a whole another life and had a new girlfriend, and yes. she's in love with him. Yes, and yes. he doesn't reciprocate. Remember? What was? I remember this, but I also remember it's because he never lost his brother before, like he did this time. And he also explained more to her. He pushed her away the most because he didn't want to cry anymore, and that's what she was there for him. Okay, okay, we will talk all about yeah. Caroline in a little, but we just know for now that Stefan is not invited because Caroline is pissed. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is invited. It's kind of a strange group for Friendsgiving, but that's what the holidays do. They bring weirdos together. (laughs) Uh, So who do we have here? At the table, we've got Joe, who Mm -hmm. we find out is the sister of Liv and Luke. Honestly, I saw that coming. That's so funny. You did. I I can't say I saw it coming before tonight's episode, but early on in the episode, I saw it coming. In the very beginning. Yeah, because should we see that she's with 
protecting these two blonde twins. I mean, they looked like little kids. Yeah. And the person, and we knew her, the girl's name was Joe. So I was like, wow, this has got to be it. I knew that was Joe when they're saying Joe said. I'm like, okay, right. that's, you know, Joe for short. But I wasn't really, I didn't catch on until the video. Right. That we got to see of the two of them on their fourth birthday. I didn't catch on in that first scene, but you did. You mean when they're looking at the phone video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really intense moment. And imagine hearing your own voice, and that's how you find out. Joe originally goes to them, and she's like, Liv, do I know you from somewhere? And Liv's being kind of a B-I-T-C-H to her. Yeah, she was annoying me. Liv was tonight. Yeah. Well, how come? Because she was just... I don't know. She was moody and she had an attitude and she was rude to Joe. She never met her before is what she said, what right. she thought. And I don't know. I just didn't like her attitude. I mean, she says she was that way because she was upset about the whole turning 22 and what we learn about the coven, what they have to do. But I just don't like that attitude. There are a couple really weird things that happened with Liv tonight. Mm. Number one. All of a sudden, she's got this bad attitude, and the only thing that seems to have changed is the fact that she murdered somebody, um, which wasn't brought up in tonight's episode. They really seemed, it seemed like they were saying she was in a bad mood because either her or her brother were going to die, but she's known that for a long time, so what difference does today make? Maybe because their birthday is right around the corner? Yeah, I guess so. And it's just, like, looming over her, and she's getting more used to it. She was being very, very rude to Tyler, though, who's being nothing but nice to her. And then he looks at her and says, did I do something? And she kind of pats him sexually. Yeah. You, like, as she walks by, she's like, no, you didn't do anything. Yeah. I was thinking, huh? I know. Like, what do you think's going on here? I mean, is she just taking out her anger on the people she's close to? Or she doesn't know how to deal with her emotions? Or does, is, does she know something we still don't know? I think it's she doesn't know how to deal with her emotions and that's her way of dealing with them is taking it out on people because she's always been this sarcastic, closed off person, maybe because of what she saw happen in front of her when she was four. Luke is dealing with it way better, Mm -hmm. it seems to me. Yeah. From what we know of the two of them, and now that we learn about this entire twin thing, Mm -hmm. if they do end up merging... And one of them has to die, and the stronger one gets to keep the powers. Who do you feel is the stronger of the two? I don't know. Um, I think that I would rather see... I don't want either one of them to die, but I think I would rather see Liv live for, for, <laughs> for Tyler. And we see more of her character. Do we think that is why Luke has played such... A minor role this season? I'm thinking so. I see a lot of people commenting on YouTube saying that I'm kind of over his character. He just keeps popping in and out. What is it for? And then they thought maybe we learn more about the Gemini Coven, so maybe that's where he'll fit into it. But maybe they're kind of writing him out because he will be the one? I don't know. Do we trust Tyler? So Liv and Tyler have this moment at the end and it's really sweet and you know I'm all about, what are we calling them? Liver. Liver. You know, I'm all about, I ship liver, but I don't know when he says they're going to have to go through me and I'll take care of you and nobody's killing you. I'm like, Tyler, you're human right now, dude. But they're in Mystic Falls and no magic can go into Mystic Falls. It's true. And he says the old fashioned way, but what are they going to do? Never leave Mystic Falls? Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I think that this is like 
now we're dealing in the real world again. It's like macho high school boyfriend who thinks that he can protect you from all the big bads. Yeah. And I'm just like, Tyler, don't make promises you can't keep. She's telling you she's going to merge with the brother. Well, he's going to try. Because he loves her. Yeah, he cares. What do you think about their relationship? Did you think they were going to kiss tonight? Did you want them to? I've been wanting it every time they give us that little moment with the two of them. We get it every episode almost. Yes. That little glimpse. Just a tiny glimpse. And I thought it might happen when she laid down on his chest at the very end. He gave her those eyes, you know? But no, she just laid down and she seemed comfortable. She's tearing up a little bit. Yeah. I like seeing her be a little more vulnerable because she's always been so hard and so about the coven and, you know... Whoever she has to kill, whoever she has to do, no matter what, the coven first, and this is this, and this is that. And finally, we see her just kind of lay down and, and lay on somebody's shoulder, which everybody needs every once in a while. Well, it's interesting you said that she's always been about the coven, and the coven needs this, and the coven comes first. That's how their whole family is. Right. The father with trying to kill Joe at one point in this episode. Yeah, so we've got... <laughs> what's going on with Joe, it's cool because... Th- this whole episode, there were so many parallels. First of all, we have two sets of people in Portland in different years, and then we have the people at Friendsgiving learning what's going on, and the trio in Portland learning what's going on at the same time mm-hmm. through different methods. But where you see back and cutting back and forth, we see Joe's dad in Portland. Uh, Joshua is doing all this, these spells, and Joe, who's at Friendsgiving, is dying Mm -hmm. because I mean it was a little confusing to me why he would kill her it seemed like he was trying to protect her he said for the coven right so Kai doesn't come come after her because if he's stuck there with a Bennett witch he said he'll get out so he doesn't want her to come and become the leader of the coven by killing her Right, I, I get that, but he would rather just kill her himself. That's what they put the coven above everything, and Kai even told Bonnie. Yeah, but that. then what's going to happen to the coven? There are no more twins. Supposed? Oh, they know Luke and Liv are out there. Mm. Yeah, they know Luke and Liv exist. So somebody else has a set of twins later on. Yeah, or just Luke and Liv now. Yeah, they're expecting them. Is it the older ones then that get? Okay, so we find out back in the day that Kai wanted to murder the uh, twins because he needed to be the only set of twins so that they could take over. Mm-hmm. But it's it's weird because those twins were younger. So you would think that the older set of twins would have the rights to the throne. However, the only reason there were younger twins is because they tried to have the twins because Kai can't do magic himself. And that, and that's why he did this whole thing in the first place. He was bitter about the fact that his parents said he wasn't going to be able to rule because he didn't have magic himself. He had to take it from people. So that's why he wasn't allowed and he wasn't going to be able to rule the coven and his little brother and sister were. And Kai got upset, so that's why he did that. Don't you think, though, if Kai and Joe had merged, Joe was the stronger one? That's what and I Kai think. would have died because Kai can't do any of his own magic. Yeah, that's why I thought it was it was confusing that he would think he could be the leader if he doesn't have magic himself. He has to take it. To me, he clearly is the loser, and he ends yeah. up dead. Right, which seems like it would have solved a lot of people's problems. Right. I also think it's interesting that they didn't kill him in the first place; that they sent him to this place. 
Right. Is that worse or better? Like, is that a better punishment or a meaner punishment than just killing him? I don't know. I mean, if they did, he has this opportunity to get out and they don't want him to. Why didn't they just kill him at first? Right. Sending somebody to purgatory makes me think that at some point you want them back for a reason. Otherwise, they would have just killed him. Right. What is that reason? I mean, this dad kind of freaked me out. I didn't trust him. I, I no. don't think that we know really what's going on. And it's crazy how he can make things and people just disappear like that. Invisé? What was it? Invisé, I think. Can you do like a little witchy accent and dispel? Invisé. <laughs> Amazing. That was terrible. That was so good. <laughs> it was so good. It's exactly what I wanted. Um, no, but that was crazy. He could just do that and then poof. Disappear. And we didn't know what the heck was going on. Well, that's what Joe did back in 1994, May 9th. She made the twins hide. Right. She made the twins hide when they were under the bed Mm -hmm. so that they could escape because Kai was trying to kill them. Mm -hmm. Now, when Kai originally tells the story about why he saved his sister, he says because he took a liking to her. But now we know he saved her because... He wanted to merge with her and wanted her powers. And we also learned back episodes ago that he killed his whole family. Right. Except for one. Maybe. She survived. She didn't. He said that kind of, we left it our interpretation. Right. She lived without her spleen or she didn't. But now we learn that only four kids were dead. And the father is alive. Because Luke and Liv. hmm And. Joe lived and then the father lived. Right. I don't know what happened to his mother. Right, which makes you wonder, is it possible that there are other children that are out there? I mean, you don't think so. Because the dad so. says he saw the bodies when he came home. I think there were just eight of them. Right. Okay. And this was a really, I think this is really interesting, and you guys at home are so, so smart, um, that people were all week on YouTube talking to us and on iTunes and on Twitter saying how significant this twins thing was. And I was thinking, you know, it's probably just a coincidence that there's two sets of twins, but it wasn't. It's the whole thing. Right. And they explained tonight, you know, Gemini. That's what it's about. I'm starting to really hate this coven, though. Like, what kind of a coven, which you think of as as a family, thinks that it's okay after 20... This isn't even like when a, a child is born and one of them has to die. After 22 years of life, one yeah. of them has to die. It's weird. It, do we think that anything about this is poetic and beautiful, or do we just think that it means that the coven isn't looking out for each of their members? I don't like it. I don't think it's poetic or beautiful or anything, and I think it's also strange that they said that Sheila Bennett, which is Graham's, right. was a good friend of them. But... Yeah, Why would she be a good friend of people like that? She meant They mentioned that tonight. Joe said that, mm-hmm. that she was close with her. And we know that Grams is the one who sent Bonnie where she sent her. So we have to assume that Grams knew Kai was there because Joe knew Kai was there. Yeah. Why would Grams think it's okay to send Bonnie a place like this? Maybe she thought she could re- Bonnie could help Kai in some way. I don't know. Do you think maybe Grams thought Bonnie could redeem Kai? I don't know. I don't think he can be helped. Yeah, you know, for the last few weeks, I've been talking about how Bonnie, Kai, like a little love thing. And I think we've gotten to the point where I'm seeing he's a psycho. Crazy. Yeah. I always was like, oh, he's a psycho, but maybe. No, now I'm just pretty positive that he's a psycho. He stabbed her multiple times. I can't trust him. So what exactly is going on with him? So he 
pretends that he wants this last meal, and I kind of buy that he's lonely for a little, but then it's all this trick because he remembers that the way that Bonnie stored her magic in a bear, his sister must have stored the magic in the knife, the knife is still there, um, and he takes it, he takes it, and he takes the magic from it, he decides he doesn't need Bonnie to do the spell, he only needs Bonnie's blood, he mm. stabs her, he leaves her for dead with the pager that says, I lied, and takes the car. He's crazy. Why wouldn't he take Bonnie with him? Because he doesn't need her. He knows the spell from watching her do it. He just has her blood, and he's going to go. Do you think that? Do you think he's going to be able to do it just with her blood, or do you think that he's going to actually need Bonnie at some point? I think he's going to do it. So you think that Kai is going to end up out of this purgatory mm-hmm. and Bonnie is going to end up stuck by herself. Yes, because it's going to cause a bigger problem for them trying to get her out. He's going to cause craziness. But Bonnie's going to be able to get out pretty easy because we have the key. We have the the ascendant. You know, as long as um, Kai's not in there, there's, there's no reason for Bonnie not to be able to get out. But she needs magic. And he took that magic and she already sent hers out. Maybe she needs magic to get out, but maybe somebody else can come in. With her magic? Yeah. With Miss Cuddles? With Miss Cuddles. Maybe. Miss Cuddles kind of saved the day today. <laughs> she did. As your boy punted Miss Cuddles away. Yeah. It was a, you pointed this out. It was such a weird... It was a weird moment. Yeah. <laughs> he like grabbed who, it. Who takes that teddy bear and, like... Kicks it yeah. like that. Let's just, like, throw it on the ground. Good thing he did. But why didn't he just then just, like, throw it? Like, I I would sooner take a teddy bear and just throw it than, like, (laughs) I don't know. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. You know, and then when they, the house disappears after, um, Joshua does the thing and, and, um, they're on the phone with Joe and Joe's bleeding out and she's like, go to the stump, get the knife. I thought that was a little confusing because how is the knife still there if, Kai used the knife and took it. Right. In 1994. It wouldn't have still been there. No, they took the knife before he did. Right. Well, I mean, technically, minutes wise, but yeah. years wise, they didn't. That's true. Because he's in 1994. You know what I thought was confusing about that was the fact that Joe said, You can come in, you can come in. I, is her name on the deed to the house? It must be. It must that was be strange. I also thought something we were going to see tonight that we didn't see yet was maybe Bonnie writing messages on the walls. You know, because if she writes it ninety four, it would. I'm assuming it would appear in two thousand fourteen, mm. or like writing the ne- messages like "Need my magic" or "Kai got out" or something, Ooh. and placing them in houses. That's you know, hiding them in books or something. Right. Like, places that maybe her and Damon had talked about or doing crosswords or something. Some way of letting him know what's going on. Maybe that'll happen in the future episodes now that I think Kai's going to get out. God. I just, like, the world with Kai in it. I'm really nervous. And it's funny because, all right, wolves, witches, vampires, originals, <laughs> bring it on. Kai? Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Scary. We don't want Doesn't him. actually have his own powers, but scares the living crap out of me. Yeah, I didn't buy his whole, let's have Thanksgiving one last meal, I'll give you my car. No! I kind of, for a second, was like, ooh, no. I don't know. I'm, t- I'm one of those, I see the best in people. I think there's nothing there. No. There's nothing, nothing redeemable about him. Um, 
speaking of people that I'm trying to see the best in, but just at the moment don't care too much about, the boy whose name that I always forget, Liam. Um, how many times throughout the episode do I turn to you? I'm like, What's his name? I'm sorry, <laughs> what is it? It's just so hard to get invested in a new character at this point that I is just a human. Like, if you're not Maddie Blue Eyes, I don't care if you're a human. Get out of my supernatural world. Um, Liam, you know, the only reason that I think that I enjoyed his presence tonight is for um, Stelena fans. Because it made Elena call Stefan and ask how he trusted her. How he knew he could trust her with such a big secret. And I do think that it is only fair that Stelena does have those moments sometimes. So as a Stelena, what did you think about this phone call and the whole setup here? Oh my gosh. When she said to him... Uh, how did you, when did you know you could trust me? And he said, because I was in love with you and I wanted to share every he said, moment it's simple. with you. Yes. Oh, my heart shattered, but it felt so much love at the same time because I love them and I believe that they are just so beautiful. They're my favorite, but it shattered because she's not feeling that way. Did you feel in that moment like there was hope or did you feel like it was more closure? I hate to say closure right now. I don't really see Elena moving forward with either of the brothers right now. How come? I don't know. I think she's just on a different path, and I'm not sure how they're going to write her ending. Do you see her moving forward with Liam at all? I know she broke things off tonight, but do you see something like that happening? I don't know. I think this was the actual break-off of Liam. So, Liam ends up being okay with everything because Joe switched the files and had Elena's back, which just is proving once again that we can trust Joe. Mm -hmm. And then Liam's feeling okay. And then these, at Friendsgiving, a lot comes out and they kind of forget Liam's in the room for a bit. (laughs) I loved that I know. Like, oh, he's still here. (laughs) Awkward. Let me just come tell you now. (laughs) Liam. By the way, that wasn't the only compulsion we saw in tonight's episode. Yeah. Okay. Damon. So, Elena, I mean, um, uh, them compelling, Elena compelling Liam or Caroline compelling Liam, you know what? All right. I can deal with that. Because he's new kid on the block. Right. How did you feel about Damon compelling Alaric? I think it brings up an interesting topic about Bayman, and I think Bayman fans will like this. He will do whatever it takes, even to his best friend Alaric. He's going to compel him just to get him on board with getting Bonnie back. And I thought it was interesting that Alaric, yes, he does like Joe and he has feelings for her and I like them. I, I am a fan of their relationship, but it's interesting that he picked her over Bonnie, who he's known for a long time as we can't do that. We can't let her brother out. Well, it was because of Kai. He's scared of what will happen if Kai gets out. But Bonnie is there. But, yeah, I know. I know. And he's saying, okay, well, we'll do it. We got to find another way. But I thought it was really interesting and without seconds hesitation, Damon was compelling him. Yeah. And Stefan was like, what are you doing? But didn't stop him. Mm-mm. Which was really interesting. So you felt like tonight was a Bayman-heavy episode? I There was a little glimpse of it right there, I think. And near the end when Damon and Elena were talking. Yeah, all right. Let's talk about that. I mean, we so we've got the big, the two big... Um, uh, other than Liv and Tyler, couples tonight obviously would be Delena and Steriline. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Delena. 
so after everything, you know, Damon's in Portland and Elena's at Friendsgiving and they find out all the information separately, but they have all the same facts now. And Elena and Caroline know that Bonnie's out there because of the phone call. Everything, everybody seems to get on the same page. They go to a bar, or Damon's already at the bar. Elena comes and they're talking mostly about Bonnie. And Elena's talking about this crossroads and she doesn't know which way to go. And Damon's talking about how the only reason he's back here is because Bonnie was listening, listening, listening and she, and needed to give the chance. Now for me, as a Delena fan, it's so clear that he's talking about her like a best friend and that this best friend was trying to get him back to the love of his life. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching Damon go crazy on Twitter about it, saying, like, that's what couples should be doing for each other. That's what true loves do for each other. They don't erase each other. They help each other, and they do what would make the other person happy. Which is true. I think it's a valid point. Yeah. What did you feel about the this moment with Damon and Elena and what's going on with Damon? I am neither one of those, but I can see both points. I can see your point with him saying that's his best friend and he was talking about Elena the whole time and that's she listened and sent him out because all he did was talk about Elena. And she said, what did you talk about? I was, are you kidding me, Elena? He talked about you. That's what he says. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But she, she has a weird line. She says, I'm really happy that you two had each other. And she has another weird line in tonight's episode where she tells um, Stefan to stop what he's doing and go kiss Caroline. That's why I think she's going on her own path right now. Those are strange lines to throw out of people that she was madly in love with. It's very strange. It really is. Um, but I am glad that we are trying to get Bonnie back now and that it's not this huge secret. But I also thought that was a weird manipulative thing that Elena did when she took Damon's hand and was like, I know somebody yeah. who gives great advice who can help direct me. I thought she was going to be like, it's you, guide me, I want you to guide me. She's like, will you get my friend Bonnie back? What? Yeah. And I was like, if I were him, I'd be like, girl, no. no but not really. But like, you're using me for this. Come on. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of zingers tonight he threw at her. He kept saying, like, I didn't erase us. I didn't do this, you know? And I think it's all fair. I think she really, really messed up. Yeah, I, I agree. I would never do that myself. Uh, he said, uh, Alaric, he went with him on this little road trip, and Elena said, you should have told me. And he said, well, Alaric didn't erase our entire relationship. Right. Right. It's messed up. Yeah. And he sees that. All right, so our other cap- uh, couple, Steriline, I'm wanting it to happen more and more every week. And again, you guys know I'm Claroline for life. <laughs> but on this show right now, as of today, TVD originals not included. And this package does not include originals. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm thinking Steriline, and we finally are talking about it more open when we are in Portland with the trio. Damon talking about how hot she is and a lark sticking up for her and it was this weird kind of cool thing and Stefan's thinking about it. You can see the wheels turning and then she ends up bringing him the baggie, the lunch bag and they're talking for a minute and I really was like, maybe he's just going to grab her and kiss her and fireworks. I thought that might happen too. Oh, really? Did you want it to happen at all? 
Because I, I know your whole thing is that you just want Stefan to be happy. Yeah, so I, I'm wanting that to happen. I'm still holding on to Selena, so it's kind of like I'm letting it go a little bit, but I'm still holding back. But I do want him to be happy. I think she deserves to be happy as well. I uh, It was strange how Damon and Alaric were bringing her up all the time, and Stefan actually did say, I don't think about her like that. Now, I don't know if he's just saying that and maybe things will change. His face when she walked away at their last conversation was kind of like, I don't know what yeah. to think. I mean, maybe it's one of those, like, you don't want it until you can't have it and then you want it kind of things. But. Are you somebody who, which one of these do you like better? When couples meet and it's love at first sight or when they're best friends for a long time and then they start dating and, they, like, it was ground in friendship first? I don't know. Because... Clearly, this would be the second. Yeah, this would be the latter, which I think is a really, really sweet thing. I love that, that relationships that grow out of friendship, but then Stefan and Elena were more of the love at first sight. Yeah. You know, so I like their, I love their relationships, so I think, I like both. Maybe it depends on the situation. Would you be devastated if next week we saw... Stefan just say, screw it, and pin Caroline against a wall? No. You'd be okay? I'd be okay. You guys hear that? Delana's coming around. (laughs) Because I just want him to be happy. I know. I know. I know. And I think maybe she could do that. She is, we have all can agree on this show, she is one of the best people. Mm. She's one of the best characters. She's just so, her heart is gold. Although tonight she was kind of being selfish when everybody was realizing that they were family at the Thanksgiving and she's like pass the rolls and she didn't want to talk about it. Liv got really upset about that but I get it. It's like it's always so deep, so emotional like she just wanted a Friendsgiving. Yeah. Like whatever. What are we grateful for? But if it was her story and she was finding her sister for the first time, she wouldn't want people to... Of course. She's the most neurotic ever. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah, she just she just wanted one nice night. Yeah. It's never going to happen because we're in supernatural land. Yes. Okay. So I guess we keep holding out for the Liv and Luke kiss. The Damon. No, no, Liv and Tyler. Liv and, <laughs> sorry. The Liv, that's incest. <laughs> the Liv and Tyler kiss. The Stefan and Caroline kiss. The Damon and Elena kiss. I feel like in this show... Once one love works, all of them start working. But when not one of them isn't working, none, none of them are working. What do you think well, about the fact that um, I'm th- now I'm just thinking about different love situations that Alaric is compelled to go get this thing from Joe? Ooh, it might cause tension in their relationship. Of course. You think that they'll be done because of it? I don't know. That's a good question. Because they're working. Thanks, I try really hard. When they're not working, maybe then everybody else will start working, relationship-wise. Right, right, true, true. Okay, that pretty much covers tonight's episode. I mean, we we definitely have some predictions, so let's get to that. And now, you're after Buzz TV. So, unfortunately, tonight we saw Friendsgiving. Next Thursday, we have Thanksgiving, so... Vampire Diaries won't be on. Uh, we'll be back on December 4th. Mm-hmm. So at least the wait isn't too long. It's just that one break. I hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving, by the way, or Friendsgiving, or whatever you are doing to celebrate 
try and make sure nobody merges with another person and that everybody keeps yeah. their lives. Yeah, I feel like we can do that. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. <laughs> um, okay, so what are we seeing next week? We went back and we watched the uh, scenes for the two weeks maybe 15 times. <laughs> it's very difficult to make so out. So much. It's fast. So uh, we know that Elena is telling Jeremy that Bonnie's alive. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to go? Do you think he's going to be pissed at Damon? He's going to go after him? Is he going to join up with the rest of the gang? Well, I really did think it could happen with the phone and the whole knowing her pin and hearing the message from Damon, but that didn't happen like that, so I'm not I sure. I thought so. I know, and I'm not sure if he's going to be as angry with Damon over that. Okay. He might be a little annoyed that Damon didn't say. He said she wasn't there at all, and right. now we find out that she was. Right. So I think he'll still be annoyed with that. But maybe not as much. But is he going to get out of this downward spiral and focus all his energy on finding her instead of in the bottom of a whiskey bottle? I hope so. He always has these downward spirals. I know. You never know. know what to expect with him. We didn't see this in scenes from two weeks from now, but what do you think is going to happen with Joshua, with Joe's dad? Because last we see of him, he disappears. I think he'll cause a problem. He's around because Kai's going to come back, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what he's going to do, but he's going to try to save the coven at any cost. Speaking of Kai, we see him I thought it was Tyler, but Katie corrected me, strangling somebody in a car, so he must be back because mm-hmm. nobody else is in their la-la land. No. So, he's back. So it worked. Yeah. He just needed the blood. He knew what to say. All right, we're assuming that he worked, and we're assuming that Bonnie is still in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Without magic. And we're going to get her out, because now we've got the whole gang on it. Um, what about, there was this weird scene with Enzo and Stefan. They were fighting. Yeah. And then we got that moment that Delana and Damon telling her, it's okay, we'll make new ones about memories. Ah, swoon. <laughs> uh, do you have any other predictions? Anything we didn't mention? No. Okay. Just other that Kai's going to be back, and he's going to cause trouble. Yeah, I'm with you. I completely agree. I'm I'm loving seeing these flashbacks. I'm loving learning about uh, the Gemini Coven. Um, this sh- entire season has been going in a great episode, yeah. uh, great direction. So I can't wait until December fourth. No. Until then, though, we have two long, long weeks, and the only way we're going to get through them is by talking to you guys. So please, Katie, tell us where everybody can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell. That's Katie with three E's, and Instagram at Katie Campbell thirteen. And you can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com. Go to iTunes. It's really, really super important. It helps us so much. Rate, comment, subscribe. Please, please, please let us know how you're liking our show. We read everything. Go to YouTube. Do the same thing. Uh, make sure you give us that thumbs up. We love listening to what you have to say. So tweet at us and go comment everywhere for the two-week break. Yeah. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 